Quick Torah Torah of the week. And this week's Parsha, Parsha's Fiyikra, it discusses many different types of sacrifices. When it discusses the carbon mincha, the meal offering, the Torah says they need to make sure that the mincha does not become chametz, become leavened. Why? He sa'ar, because all leavened items, v'chol devash, and all items of honey, primarily talking about date honey, le'saktir mimenu isheil Hashem, shall not be offered as a fire offering to Hashem. That the Torah forbids anything with chametz or honey to be brought on the altar. The next Pasuk, however, says, Karban Reshis, the first sacrifice, which refers to both the Shtehalechem, the two loaves of bread on Shfuas, and the Bikurim, the first fruits, Takrivoisim Lashem, those can be brought as a sacrifice to Hashem from Chametz or Deithani. However, do not bring them onto the altar as a sacrifice. So now, why is it that the Torah so strictly forbids chametz and honey to be brought as part of a sacrifice? Especially as one would think that they would enhance the sacrifice. So the Rambam in Mer Nevuchim explains that it was the custom of idol worshippers to include leavening products and honey into their idol sacrifices. So in order to distance the Jews from such practices, the Torah forbids it. And we find the same concept with other mitzvahs as well. The Sefer Echinuch explains that both chametz and honey represent arrogance. Chametz by the very fact that it causes the bread to rise, and honey, when it is cooked, it rises very quickly and boils up very high in the pot. Since Hashem abhors arrogance, therefore there is no room for any such ingredients in a sacrifice that is meant to bring someone closer to Hashem. However, if that is the case, then why are they allowed in the Shtehalechem and in Bikurim? You would think that they would always be forbidden, no matter what the sacrifice is. So the Kli Yoker gives a beautiful insight. He says that honey that is sweet represents the desires that one has in this world. Just like honey is sweet to the palate, but too much of it will harm you, so too the pleasures of this world seem sweet, but they can in reality damage you. Chametz represents the Yitzhahara, as it says in Gemara Brachas, that we say to Hashem that we want to do your will, but Sa'ar Shabbat Akev, the leaven in the bread is stopping us, meaning the Yitzhahara. However, if we don't have a little of these things, the world cannot exist. If we don't partake at all in the pleasure of eating, we'll have no strength for Tyre and Mitzvahs. If it was not for the Yitzhahara, there would be no procreation in the world, and life as we know it would cease. So how do we balance the two? So that's why that other Pasuk is saying that on Shavuos, the day of the giving of the Torah, we can have chametz, meaning that Hashem created the Yitzhahara, and He created the Torah as an antidote. We can fight off the Yitzhahara with Torah study. Likewise with our food, our Bikurim can be of honey, since Bikurim serves as a reminder that everything we have is really Hashem's, and He allows us to partake in it. Under those narrowly tailored circumstances, chametz and honey are allowed to be part of a sacrifice. The takeaway for us is, we see the importance of how we need to balance our physical and spiritual sides. On the one hand, we need to partake of this world, but at the same time, we need to always remember that it needs to be in moderation 
and always for the sake of heaven, so that we can better serve Hashem. And if we conduct ourselves in such a fashion, then our daily lives will become a reich nechayach l'Hashem, a most pleasing fragrance to God. Have a good Shabbos.